Hey, welcome to the Revenue Accelerator with your host, Kat, the lead boss. And I have today um, someone who everybody should love, but doesn't always in terms of what she does. Uh, Amber, tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do, and why people should actually care. Well, hi, everyone. Kat, I'm so excited to be here. And um, I am Amber Dancy, and I am an operations strategist. And what I do is I come in and overhaul the back end of your business just a little bit. And Kat says that people don't always like me because sometimes this is hard. So the reason why, really the reason why you should care is because honestly, processes are more personal than what we like to make them out to be. So you hear the word process and usually you think it's this sort of arbitrary out there thing that is simple and should be easy, but often it's not. And so I have to come in and get a little bit into the weeds of your business. And sometimes that doesn't feel good, but I promise it'll be fun. Oh yeah. You know, I can totally relate to that in terms of, you know, I, I do it and I don't really think about how I do it sometimes. And there's definitely things in my business that I know that I'm the only one that technically should be doing. Um, but not everything, right? So how do you deal with people who are still doing more than they should? Maybe they're not doing everything. They should be at this point, but they're doing more than they should. How, how does that conversation <laughs> shape out? <laughs> yeah, that's probably one of the toughest things about when I work with people. And usually it's because I'm asking the right questions. So mm-hmm. most of the time I find that people are holding on to those things in their head, not even because they want to do them, but because they're, they're working on a little bit of autopilot and it's easy And sometimes that's also a procrastination technique. So Mm -hmm. there's calling it out. (laughs) So um, the way that I normally deal with that is it's about, it's about bringing it to the surface. It's about asking the questions, figuring out what those things are. And then the way I approach that is why are you holding on to this? Is it because it was unconscious? Is it because you like doing it? Mm. Is it because you're procrastinating doing something that's harder? And this is a really way, a really easy way. And I'm not going to lie. This is something I do in my own business, y'all. So like I'm saying that because this is what I do and I have to bring people into my life that do that for me as well. And so for this, it's about why and then the how. And once we figure out the why, we can decide what the how looks like and whether or not that's something that you should still be doing because maybe you love it. Maybe you should be doing it. Maybe like, maybe it's that thing that lights you up and we, we want to offboard some other stuff so that you have the time and the space to be able to do that yourself. Yeah. And if it's procrastination, then we have another thing to deal with. (laughs) But you deal with that a lot in terms of some of your clients, in terms of, you know, unintentional self-sabotage and just really having the conversation sometimes it seems like is the thing that really creates the breakthrough because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, So when you come, when you see like people coming in, you know, they come to you and they, they've identified, you know, I know I need processes. And, you know, when you've identified that you need more concrete processes in your business, it really does, you know, represent a certain level of where you're at in business. Um, One, because you don't want to document something that's broken. Um, So there has to be a certain level of success that you're experiencing in order to say, okay, I want more of this. Um, what are some of those processes that, you know, 
kind of take me through the 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 mid the the low mid and high so i i'm i have no processes documenting what should i start with hey i've got those documented what should i focus on next and what are those really scalable processes that maybe people overlook this is always a tough uh, question, Kat, because I think um, most of my clients and anyone who knows me wants to choke me whenever I answer this question, because I always usually follow it with, it depends. <laughs> but the problem is, is that every business is different and that it's going to depend on where your focus is right now and where you're at in your business. And so generally speaking, um, the, the big processes you want to think about, um, number one, that's always important are the money processes, like uh, where, how's the money coming in and how's the money going out um, and what happens to it, even at a high level, that's a really important one. Um, but also that's one that's hard to like pass off to people. So that's a, always a little sticky one. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is um, client processes, onboarding, offboarding, um, and deliverability, which I think are deliverable the deliverable process, I think people don't think about. So like when you think about client experience, that really encompasses a whole lot in your business and that most people think about like onboarding and offboarding, but they sort of forget about that bit in the middle of like, how are you actually delivering whatever it is you say that you're going to deliver? Um, and, and knowing that you as the business owner don't always have to be the one to handle the back end pieces of that. Like that's the sticky one because people think they need to hold on to it. And there's a lot of things you can automate or do or like plug team members in that help. Uh, so those are probably the first two big ones. And usually um, the next piece is then how are you managing tasks? So the other big one that most people miss is how are you holding on to things? all those things in your head, those lists, how do you process what comes out and how does your team know what to do? And that's one that I think a lot of people miss again, is that like they hold business owners, hold all these things in their head and then wonder why they're so stressed and overwhelmed and can't figure out how to focus. Well, yeah, cause wake you're up at two o'clock in the morning being like, Oh shit. <laughs> you got all this shit in your head. So you need to like, you need to get it out. You need to do something with it. It needs to come out and go somewhere and you can't direct a team, like you can't bring on a team if you don't get that stuff out. And so task processes are a big one. If you're gonna start, like if you're looking to scale or you realize you're in a place in your business where you wanna get to the next step, that's usually the easiest place to start generally. Mm. Um, And then you can build on from there because that's gonna inform a whole lot of other things too. When you start getting all that out. yeah out what you need to do next. Uh, I love that. Um, So, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, the levels of delegation of like the things that you should be doing. And then the things that, you know, you hate doing being the things that you delegate. Now in my world, I do run across people who don't necessarily love doing lead gen or who don't necessarily love doing sales because they're not great at it yet. Right. So even though they want to delegate it, um, they shouldn't because in order to, you know, get past those seven figures, then it's something that they need to create consistency and predictability with. So what are the things that people should start delegating and documenting first? Ooh, look at that document. I'm sure I'm not original with that thought, but it just kind of hit me. Um, what should they be delegating and documenting first, 
um, because you can start documenting a whole bunch of stuff, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's ready to be delegated. Mm -hmm. um, so for that, I would say, and I feel y'all on the people who really want to delegate the legion and the sales stuff, but I promise when you do it the right way, it doesn't feel as bad as you think. So stop overthinking it. Hashtag Amber's words of wisdom. Um, for, for the rest of it, for delegating, start with the small things, especially if you have a new team member coming on and you're feeling a little bit of resistance to like trust letting people into your processes, letting people into your, your things. Like you're, you're, you're letting, you're opening the curtain and you're showing everybody like all the dirty laundry that the, you know, that we put behind us in the zoom screen so nobody can see it. That's what's happening. And so when you bring a team member on, I think that that's something that holds people back. Um, so I encourage you to just be really upfront. When I, um, when I bring on VAs, I tell them, be like, I do this for my clients, but I need you to do this for me. So like, I want you to chase me. I want you to do these things. Ah, I, I love it. Empower yeah. your people. Yeah. Yes. And so, um, I just brought on a new VA and she's so wonderful and you should see how excited I'm getting about the fact that she was like, you like to handwrite your notes, right? And I was like, I love handwriting notes, but they never make it into my task management system. And she was like, We'll take pictures of those after you've gotten out of client meetings and send them to me. And I like lost my mind. I was like, you really want to do that? She goes, yes, please. <laughs> so like, think about the things that, like, that aren't working or that you're not sure. I, I think we get in this place of, we don't want to delegate. If you're anything like me, you don't want to delegate because you don't like doing those things. So you sort of feel bad like giving them to someone else. Pushing them on someone else. Because if you don't like yeah. to do it, why would they like to do it? Exactly. But I promise you, my VA, Christina, is like, please give me that stuff. That makes me so happy. And it was like a light bulb moment for me as I was talking to her and I was telling her, talking about some of my weird little idiosyncrasies. And she goes, well, actually, I'm like the complete opposite of that. I really like doing those things. And I was like, oh, that's how this is supposed to work. Great. So... <laughs> So those are the things. So I would say, like, look at those, try to like take your own bias out of it. And if it's simple stuff that's like causing you time and you know, it's causing you time, talk to your team members, talk to people around, ask the question and start there. And then once those things start building up, it'll get quicker and easier. It's like building up that muscle. Like we're getting past the resistance with the little stuff. Yeah. So we can get to the bigger stuff down the road. So shifting to people that have the processes, right? Because you've talked a lot about team members and bringing in the right support and kind of talking around that a little bit. Um, what if you've got your processes, right? So you've got them, maybe you haven't looked at them in a while, maybe they're good enough. You don't know whether they're being leveraged, maybe mistakes are still happening, even though it's been documenting. Like what, what do you do then um, when you feel like you've done the thing that you need to do, but it's not necessarily working? You bring, you bring in somebody like me, Kat. That's what you do. Like, Okay, sorry. Shameless plug there, y'all. Um, honestly, it's about getting an outside perspective. So it's normal. Like, processes are going to change. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but we live in a really ever-changing world. And like, no, if we're working... for me. Nothing's changed. Right. <laughs> we're working in... Like, everything online is changing so fast. Like it's not unusual to have things come up, new tools, new processes, new ways of thinking. 
Um, we sort of think, I think people think that process um, and, and documentation is like a one-time fits all solution. It's not like it's something that has to be done regularly and reviewed. And usually the best person to review it is the person um, who's actually doing it first. Yeah. Um, and then number one, it's getting like an outside perspective. So um, a real easy fix is to have somebody else in the company try to follow the process that's never done it before. Yeah. That's one. Um, number two, bring in outside someone that has a different perspective to review them. Like what I like to do is look at them and intuitively, I know it's hard to explain, but for me, I can usually see where the breaks are because I'm not doing it every day. Mm. So there's beauty in bringing in an outside perspective. There's beauty in bringing in someone who's not dug into the day-to-day of your business because they're going to see things that other people don't. And like, if somebody's running a process, probably they're not actually following the checklist every time. They're not actually following the SOP, like step-by-step every time. Or they haven't updated it, right? Like right. they're, right. And then they're doing this thing independently and it's more of like a parameter versus a, a blueprint. Right. And so um, what I like to approach it is it doesn't all have to be done at once either. So I think that's the other thing that people get mm. caught up in is you don't need to like, um, once we've done it all, that doesn't mean that every year we spend an entire month overhauling every process in the business till everyone like wants to kill everyone else. <laughs> like it can be, it can be something that's just part of like monthly maintenance, ongoing stuff, being able to, what processes are we using or like challenging your team members to pick a process each month and review it and then get somebody else to review it. So first they reviewed and see if they actually they're going to catch it and then have somebody else try to do it. And if they can do it, then great process works. They may come up with some really cool stuff that you never thought about or things that connect together that you've never thought about. Um, and then if you're really wanting to overhaul it, have somebody outside the company look at it and see what happens. Mm. So what do you see people doing as like mistakes that maybe they don't realize that they're doing when it comes to documenting their processes or having their people, you know, go through processes? Uh, they make it harder than it has to be in the beginning. Like it can really be just as simple as like screen capturing what someone is doing Mm. the first time. So like if the excuse for everyone, if you say the word process and everyone says I'm too busy, um, I usually chuckle because I'm like, but you still, you still have to do this. Right. So like, we're still doing the process, however you want to look at it. Right. So, So screen capture it. And at least a first step, like at a minimum, get a video of it, like get it down so that when things aren't so busy, you can go back and document that. Or another really fun um, hack, if you will, is if you're bringing on new team members that you're training, have them document it. Mm. So you, especially like as a business owner, um, you asked me earlier, like how to get started. That's another way that the business owner, like you can just, when you're, the next time you do that thing, whatever that thing is, get a really good screen capture of it. And then when you bring on your first team member, their first task is to watch that video and to create an SOP. And then they sort of own it, which gets them involved too. So what are the like critical components that should go into an SOP? 
I mean, other than opening up a Word document and writing step one, this, and, you know, now I start seeing all these Visio charts and these decision nodes and yes and no, <laughs> I did business process reengineering. So <laughs> none of that. No, 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 Kat. It doesn't need to be that complicated. It really is um, probably who, what, when, and how. So like mm. who owns the process, like genuinely, um, what is the process? What are we doing? When does it need to be done? And then how is it done in yeah. this company? Because how it's done in my company is not going to be the same way it's done in your company necessarily, Kat. Or it might be mostly, but there's this one little tweak that fits my business that doesn't fit yours. Right. It's really important. Um, and and to, to how we do business. And that's why I fall back on my it depends comments because I don't believe there's a one size fits all process for businesses. I can give you like a baseline, but it's always going to need to be tweaked to whatever you're doing because that's what's going to work best for you. And that's what's going to work best for your team because uh, yes. how we do it, like we're not always going to all get to the same place at the same way. Mm-hmm. We're all headed for the same place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how we get there is going to look very different often. So it doesn't have to be the way that I do it as long as it works. I love that. I mean, there's so much in there in terms of like, one, it's unique to you. So your mechanism and your thought process, especially as you're building and growing your business, there's so much of you that's involved and infused in all of it as you're scaling it. And two, it's still there when you're, you know, you've got teams and you've got more hierarchy and things like that, because your voice and your brand still needs to be infused versus someone's other, you know, and I'm thinking like, you know, content, for example, as, as, as an example, um, or, you know, how the CEO would engage a customer and client versus how a rep would. And that, that client or customer should feel the same way, whether it's that CEO or whether it's the, that one new client representative or that intern, if you will, should still have that same level of care and support. Um, and, and just the, um, there's a piece that you, you kind of mentioned it and I just really want to highlight it, which is it's, it's the, in terms of the, what of the process, it's not everything. Right. So like there's these huge, it's not like here, we're going to document your sales, right? Like, no, 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 let's start and break off a small chunk and start with that. And, and all of these pieces fit together like a puzzle. So we've got this big image and all of these puzzle pieces are each individual processes. Oh, look at me. I'm just like, <laughs> and they all fit together to create this big picture, but each and every single piece is important or else the process isn't whole. Absolutely. Uh, really, really love that. Amber, how can people get in touch with you and learn a little bit more about what you do and how you could support them in really kind of creating this repeatability, scalability, consistency um, by leveraging effective processes? Awesome. Um, So probably the best way to start is to, um, I have this really cool freebie that's all about um, stress-free processes and it's really in-depth and it'll take you through like how I start and the checklist I use to create processes in my business and with my clients. So if you go to hiddenpath.link forward slash stress-free, 
you can get that freebie and get started there. And then um, after that, you might just have me popping into your inbox, which means you're now stuck with me. So that's how we yeah. use you're in the funnel. Um, yep. Don't worry, guys, that is going to be that that URL is going to be in your show notes just in case it's hiddenpath.link forward slash stress free, which is always nice when it comes to processes. Amber, any parting words or words of wisdom, if you will, for the listeners today? I would say stop overthinking everything and just pick one and start like, you know, if you, if you have that thought coming up in your head and you're like, I know, I, I know that I can't get where I need to go right now. And that it's a, a process or because you're overwhelmed and need help, just pick one and do it and see how it feels and then pick another. And I promise you, it'll be a lot easier than you think it is. Awesome. And then if it's still overwhelming, get help, get support, get help, help someone help you make it happen faster. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you ever so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Kat. I really appreciate it.